don't have any regrets. Even if it seems like the strangest or the weirdest thing to go do or want to do, um, do it. There's too many things in life and life can change so fast and so rapidly um, that people always regret that, you know, they never traveled, that they never met somebody, that they never switched their job, they never do whatever. I'd say go through life, take on the world and uh, have no regrets. Hard work will pay off and if you work hard at it, you'll succeed. Welcome back to The Leadership. My name is Richard Hortness, and I'm so excited to have you on board. This is another episode from our series of special episodes that will be released and then curated for the show where the students from our Leadership and Personal Development course become the guest hosts for the day. They ask questions to people they admire and want to emulate in the future. I hope you get as much out of them as my students have. Today's guest host is Taylor Katsubi. She interviews pediatric physiotherapist Colleen Katsubi. They talk about life's goals and successes, sports, work, motivation, and leadership with a common theme of Colleen learning from her dad. There's a true moment shared with all of us when Taylor asks Colleen what she would change if she got a do-over on any part of her life. I hope you enjoy this fast-paced back and forth. It's a great short show. Let's dive in. Hi, my name is Taylor Katsubi, and I'm here with my mom, Colleen Katsubi. I chose to talk to her today because she has had the biggest impact on my life out of anyone, and I aspire to be like her. She has many characteristics that I admire, and I would like to have those characteristics myself. So, Colleen, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself first? All right, well, as you know, my name is Colleen Katsubi, and uh, I have two kids, Taylor and Brennan, and a husband, Taka. We moved from Ontario. Um, in 1997. I'm presently um, a pediatric physiotherapy therapist, sorry, and I work with special needs kids ages zero to five. So what are your current goals in life right now? Well, I guess I could divide that up a little bit. So in terms of my biggest goal is to retire when I'm 60. So uh, I'm almost getting there in seven more years. Um, At work, um, I'd like to be able to take a few more courses. I have some more levels in my work that I'd like to do before I retire um, and then I know this sounds weird but physically I um, would like to do some more um, Olympic lifts accomplish some more weights when I uh, do my CrossFit workouts that sounds really interesting so would you consider yourself a successful person and if so how do you think you became successful I would say so I guess everybody has their own opinion of what they find to be successful um, because I've accomplished everything I've wanted to do in my life so far I would consider that to be successful. Um, I've chosen the career I wanted to do and I find I'm successful at my career. Um, physically, I've, or, you know, um, exercise-wise, if you want to call it that, I've made lots of gains and I've had a lot of success as a kid and as an adult with my sports and things like that. Um, and then I find successful in terms of my family life. Um, I have two wonderful kids, a wonderful husband, and kind of in this day and age for a family to stay together during all these stressful times and we're quite successful in our our life at home. I completely agree. I think that's quite incredible that you still have all of those things at this age. So I struggle to keep myself motivated. So I'm wondering, how do you keep yourself motivated on a day-to-day basis? Well, it's one of those things I I find you can either be um, a person that can motivate yourself or you have to be motivated by others. Um, So for me, I find I have a lot of self-motivation and I always have. 
I, my dad was very much like that. And so I always strive to be um, better than somebody else. I, I never like to be somebody that just does something or just shows up. Um, and probably the biggest thing is I don't like anybody to be better than me. Maybe that's not a good characteristic to have, but I really like to always be um, the best at whatever I can do. So I always strive to do better, whether it's at work or whether it's at home, whether it's my friends or at the gym, I always strive to be better. And who do you think has had the biggest impact on your life and why? Yeah, I think kind of going back to my dad. Um, my dad was a, a very um, successful person in his, in his short life. He was a very good role model for me, how hard he worked. He came from a really hard family. He was a, a French-Canadian that had a very hard life, not supportive parents. And so he kind of brought himself up. Um, on his own. He became very successful in his work and his school. Um, and I look back at that and uh, I think that that's probably where I got it is my motivation from my dad. And so why did you choose to go into your current field of work? Well, originally I chose, I, I took kinesiology first and I went into that because I was very interested in sports and uh, how the body worked and trying to look at injuries and all the different sports and, and those kind of things. As I started to go through my kinesiology, I realized that that wasn't job satisfying enough. I wanted more out of that. Um, but I also knew I wasn't um, academically smart enough to go down the medical career as much as I thought that that would be more challenging for me. So I decided to go into physiotherapy. And uh, so after my undergrad at kinesiology, I got into physiotherapy at McMaster and uh, that's kind of where I again. So that continued my challenge to learn more about the body and help people and kind of, if you want to call them, fix people. I got into sports medicine originally, obviously, because of my, my involvement in sports. Um, but working in private clinics and dealing with some people with WCB and insurance claims, I didn't find I was getting a lot of job satisfying out of that. So slowly as, you know, after 10 years or so, as my job was kind of switching around, I got into working with kids. Um, and then I worked in the hospital with kids, started a bunch of programs, getting um, programs in the ICU and NICU and those kind of things. And now I've continued to work just with special needs kids in a, a center called the Center for Child Development in Surrey, where I work with kids that are, are zero to five. So this way I find it way more rewarding and self-satisfaction in terms of helping people instead of just one person, I feel like I've made much more of an impact on the family, getting to know the parents as well as their kids and their grandparents and trying to just have any little success that some of these kids can have can be um, the most rewarding part of my job. That's definitely really interesting. I have no idea what kind of field I wanna go into work and what interests me, so I really appreciate your insight on that. If you could do over your life, what would you do differently? Oh, you can get me emotional about this. Um, probably a couple things. Well, one, I would um, want to be closer to my mom. And then another one is to be closer to my daughter. We tend to argue a lot. So um, sorry if I get emotional and t she'll be laughing at me. But I do have regrets in terms of how um, I respect Taylor. And I need to respect you for who you are and what you're becoming as a great person. We're different people but I need to learn to respect that. So that, that would be some of the stuff that I would do over. I appreciate that. Thank you. I have the tendency to procrastinate a lot. And <laughs> how do you personally avoid procrastination yourself? 
This goes back to um, trying to be successful or what motivates you. I find um, procrastination and just doing something and being kind of content with what you have, for me, that's just not enough. For some people, it's, it, it works for them and they're okay just kind of going through life and going, but for me, those people don't likely become as successful or as happy with themselves or their life. Procrastination, I find, um, makes me very frustrated. Um, so in terms of not doing that, always having lists, always having something to do, always being busy, um, schedules and just getting things done right away instead of it dragging on, then it's done. And it feels very rewarding to know it's done than knowing in the back of my head, I have to do this, I have to do that. I find that way more stressful instead of just having something to do and then getting it done. I completely agree. Did you play any sports growing up? I did. I basically was, um, because my dad was very active in sports and I had an older brother. So I always, I was pretty much a tomboy when I was younger. So I did everything my brother wanted to do. So I played baseball. I played soccer. I played ringette. I played hockey. I played uh, volleyball. I played basketball. Um, and I played ball hockey. Um, oh, I even, uh, you could throw in, I even did some badminton, if you can believe that. I wasn't very good at that, that's for sure, but uh, you can throw that one in. Wow, that's definitely a lot of sports. <laughs> and how did playing all these sports impact your life? I think sports were very huge impact in my life. Um, it was, not only it was the, the camaraderie and the friendship that I got, and even to this day as an adult, a lot of my friends are people that I've physically been active with either in a sport or at the gym. Um, and I find um, sports have, made, have helped me or encouraged me to become a leader. Um, and it always, it's always, that lifestyle of being physically active when you're younger has definitely carried over um, being 53, still being able to enjoy and wanting to be physically active and stay in shape. Um, and then on the other way, it uh, chose where career I was going to go. So it gave me direction of what I was interested in instead of just being involved in sport. I wanted to know more about sport and more about the body and, and things, how that kind of stuff. So it, sports gave me, I guess you could say, a direction in life. And what characteristics do you think a leader should have? Uh, that can be a tough one because there's different types of leaders out there and um, leaders can come in all different, different ways. You don't always have to be that leader that's some people think that those are the leaders that um, are yelling and telling you what to do and everybody is some people are more scared of those kind of leaders if you want to call them when they're on certain teams or at work the ones that always make the rules and stuff you could always be a quiet leader where people more or less um, respect you you're good at what you do whether it's at work or whether it's um, at home or at your sports or in school people look up to you and admire how hard you work or how organized you are, um, how positive and encouraging you can be and always acknowledge um, that everybody can have an impact in decisions you make or on a team, that everybody can make certain decisions together and by including everybody a part of that, I think makes a good leader to, to recognize that, that you don't just have to have the one person that everybody follows. I think a leader recognizes that everybody can be important in making that leader even a better leader. I totally agree. There are so many different kinds of leaders, such as a verbal leader, or you could be lead by example. And so anyone could really be a leader in their life. What makes you a leader yourself? 
Um, I think, well, at work, I'm, I'm a leader there in different ways, I guess, because I'm one of the older physios that's been around for a long time. So I, I get to be more of a leader based on experience. Um, I think people look up to me at work um, because I, I found I have had a lot of success at work and I have a, had a lot of families and clients that have been very pleased with what I've done and they've acknowledged that to my boss and to the directors at work. So I feel that that type of leadership has carried over to the other people I work with, whether they're new students or new workers, they have come to me for support and I've mentored them to going there. Um, and yeah, so then based, based on with, with sports and stuff like that too, majority of my, my high school career and stuff like that, I ended up to be the captain of majority of my teams. But I found at that time, I think it was again the same idea, it was more of respect and having more friendship and includingness of all of my teammates than trying to be that, that one kind of bossy leader, if you want to call it that way. I found uh, I was a leader by example, if you want to call it that. Yeah, I definitely respect that kind of leadership. I think that's the best leadership that you can do. And what kinds of volunteering have you done throughout your life? Um, well, if I go back to when I was younger, I volunteered at the hospital. We called them candy stripers at the time, which was pretty crazy. We got to wear these lovely aprons that were that looked like candy stripers, that looked like candy canes. They were <laughs> quite exciting. <laughs> um, so I volunteered at the hospitals. I volunteered on lots of teams. I did lots of coaching. Um, always volunteering at extra stuff in the communities, helping out with my school, um, helping doing fundraising. And I continue now still um, doing extra coaching and helping out in the community, whether it's doing shoveling snow and helping with some um, gardening and those kind of things around. Um, like to kind of do some of that volunteering stuff with the kids. So make, that makes it even more rewarding. And why do you like to volunteer besides what you just mentioned briefly about the reward? <laughs> um, I find it, nice. it, it feels like I've given something more back. We in, in, in life, we're always, we work towards a lot of things, but we rarely have the opportunity to give back to people, whether it's, um, like I said, whether it's just gardening or, you know, coaching or refereeing. We need lots of people to be ongoing to do that. It's hard because everybody's in a busy life and trying to find spare time to do those extra things. But I do find um, doing that and, and getting that extra time and putting them in, it's, it's, it's very self-rewarding that I know I've made an impact in somebody's life. That's definitely something I respect. I really appreciate that. I love living in British Columbia. And why did you move from Ontario to British Columbia? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, I remember traveling to British Columbia with my family when I was really young. And so I'd always had some, some cool memories of the, the glaciers and the mountains and those kind of things. So for my last physio placement, um, I was out here in BC and loved it so much when I was here. Just, you know, when you, anything within an hour's drive you can do. You can go golfing, you can go hiking, um, whatever it ends up to be. It's, it's so much more beautiful, to be honest, than in Ontario, although Ontario there's parts. But I found there was way more things to do out here and probably the, the best decision, I guess, is it's way more um, quiet, content, less stressful. I found when I lived in Ontario and being around um, some of the bigger cities, um, it was very stressful. Coming to BC, the people are just more chill, more laid back um, than some of the places I've been to in Ontario. That's cool. So what's your favorite thing to do or what kind of hobbies do you enjoy? Um, 
I'd say my favorite thing to do would be physically active. And then the other part would be doing stuff with my family. So if I can do something that's physically active with my family, that would be the most exciting thing to do. So whether it's just going out playing, you know, street hockey or playing horse, playing basketball or going for some hikes or bike rides or just fooling around as a family and playing volleyball and stuff together, I find those are some of the better memories that I've enjoyed. I totally agree. I love doing all of those things as well. And so what's one moment in your life that you'll never forget? Well, that one's a hard one. There can be some, some definitely some very good memories. And then one's, see, I, these questions get me emotional. Sorry. One question, one thing that would I'll, I'll never forget in kind of a, a sad way is my dad passing away. Um, I still remember that night. He passed away when he was 38. So to this day, I've never forgotten that memory. But then some other great memories. I can't, I can't say my one. Do you want one memory? I mean, if you have a couple of memories, <laughs> you can go ahead. I would say, I know this sounds weird, really tacky, but getting married um, and, and uh, the birth of both of the kids um, would probably be those ones. And then physically, I had my, running my first marathon and then winning um, my ball hockey worlds. And so my biggest athletic accomplishment for me so far in my life is committing to a D1 university for field hockey. What's your biggest athletic accomplishment? I guess I would go back to the, the two things is um, doing my first marathon, doing the Toronto Marathon when I was at university, trying to do that amount of training when I was at school was, was a big challenge, but I found that I always had this checklist of things that I want to do in my life, and that was definitely a checklist that I wanted to be able to do a marathon. So it would be that. And then the other one is being selected for the Canadian national ball hockey team. We went to Worlds in Germany, and uh, that was the first women's Worlds that ever had happened. And uh, we, won, we won the championship. So that was probably my, my biggest memory after that. That's really impressive. So what's your biggest academic accomplishment? Uh, I guess in high school, I won the, I guess the highest, most prestigious award. It was called the R. Tate McKenzie Award. So it was, I guess it was academic, but it was also as well as leadership. You talked about being leadership, academic and sports. So it was a combination of all three characteristics kind of as a person in high school. So I won that um, for three years in a row. So we had grade 13 in Ontario. So I won it in grade 11, grade 12 and grade 13. Wow, good for you. That's quite an accomplishment. So what's something you wish more people recognized or appreciated about you or that you do? Um, I find at work I get recognized a lot, so that's, that I feel okay about. Um, and this is kind of maybe a weird thing, is just um, being recognized as being a mom. <laughs> All the extra stuff that I do at home for people, um, the extra work and the extra things that I do and get organized, whether I know it sounds really weird, but just doing all the chores, doing all the shopping, keeping everybody organized. And I think there's times that um, my family, to be honest, kind of forgets that all that stuff needs to get done um, and doesn't get done if I don't do it. I mean, I still appreciate you doing all those things, <laughs> even if I don't show it sometimes. But, and then, so my final question would be, what advice would you give to the newer generations regarding life? I would say, I know it sounds tacky, I guess, is do what you dream. Do what you want to do. Um, life, as they always say, is too short. These are all like tacky sayings if you want to kind of say it. But it is true. And don't have any regrets. Even if it seems like the strangest or the weirdest thing to go do or want to do, um, do it. 
there's too many things in life and life can change so fast and so rapidly um, that people always regret that, you know, they never traveled, that they never met somebody, that they never switched their job, they never do whatever. I'd say go through life, take on the world and uh, have no regrets. Hard work will pay off. And if you work hard at it, you'll succeed. That's quite an inspiration. I really appreciate that. And thank you so much for your time. I appreciate taking your time to come have this chat with me. You're welcome. That was uh, quite an interesting conversation, and I apologize if I got emotional talking with my daughter. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Have a great day.